0: Hey guys, it's DJ Now, and welcome to episode 5 of the Feel Good Vibes podcast for April 2021. I am going to be doing the Easter special, so I really hope that you'll get some great ideas as I'll be talking about all the different things that you can do for Easter, and I'll provide music as well make announcements, and provide words of comfort. So that's all coming up in this edition of the podcast. But before I get there, I would like to say thank you to everybody so far who has taken the time to listen to what I have to offer from show to show in whatever podcasting platform you use to listen to individual podcasts. It really makes me happy, warm, and fuzzy inside, knowing that I have great, great fans out there who take their time out of busy schedules they're dealing with to listen to the Feel Good Vibes podcast. And I absolutely will continue to provide new shows every month. So now on to the podcast content. Let's begin with a little bit of Easter music.
1: Here comes Peter Cotton.
2: Full of Easter joy
1: Things to make your Easter bright and gay He's got jelly beans for Tommy Colored eggs for Sister Sue There's an orchid for your mommy And an Easter bonnet too Oh, here comes Peter Cod Trail. Look at him stop and listen to him say. Try to do the things you should. Maybe if you're extra good, he'll roll lots of Easter eggs your way. You'll wake up on Easter morning and you'll know Can you find those chocolate bunnies that he's hot?
0: What a beautiful song that was right there. That was Lauren Diego with You Say. And the next song you're going to hear is Point of Grace, You'll Never Walk Alone. So the reason why I decided to play a few Christian songs is because on Easter Sunday is when Jesus rose from the dead. And, you know, a lot of Catholics and Christians really want to remember that day. So um, that's why you may hear a lot of Christian music around Easter time. And I do want to just kind of jump again on what the members of the Point of Grace crew sang about in the song you just heard, You Will Never Walk Alone, that it is absolutely true. As long as we have faith, Jesus will be right beside us all the way. We never have to be alone when we believe in God. And now I would like to talk a little bit about Easter traditions. I'll come back to the music in a little bit, but first I want to talk about a few traditions that a lot of people enjoy doing to celebrate the Easter holiday. So I want to begin with travel. Some people do like to travel a lot to celebrate Easter because maybe they have relatives that live kind of far away from them. Maybe they're a couple of hours away or maybe you have to fly somewhere to visit them. And unfortunately, maybe the individual relatives can't afford to come down to you, so you want to go to them instead. And that's all great if that's what you want to do. But please, please proceed with caution and make sure that you know what you're doing because we are dealing still with the pandemic. We can't yet go back to our lives as we knew them before the pandemic started. That is slowly happening because of the vaccinations that are being developed. But just because the vaccines are being in the process of going out to everybody does not mean that we can just willy-nilly do whatever it is that we want to do. No. The coronavirus is still out there and can still find its way into individuals who are careless. So, make sure that you maintain good practice of social distancing. Do virtual get-togethers with relatives if you feel that that is safer. Um, just do whatever it is that you feel is absolute safe and you should be okay. And, um, Moving on from travel to Easter egg hunts. I want to talk about that next because that is so fun for the children. Um, The way that this works is you hide plastic eggs that you get from the store. And inside you can put little, you know, candies or little, you know, fun toys for the kids to play with. Um... And then just encourage the kids to go around the area in which the eggs are hidden and find as many as they possibly can. Now, if you want to maybe do a practice session because maybe you have some eggs laying around that you don't want to necessarily put stuff in, but you want to use them for like uh, practice, you can do so. And I absolutely did that at one of my grandparents' homes uh, from my dad's side. Um, Now, let's say that we're dealing with one or more than one person who is blind. Unfortunately, blind people can't see the plastic eggs that have all the goodies inside. But there is a way that you can include them in an Easter egg hunt that you're doing. I want to give a shout out to my friend Libby Green because she actually works with people who are blind and visually impaired. What she did a couple of years back, and I saw this on Facebook, is um, she hid eggs that have beepers inside of them. And this way, the blind people could just walk around and listen for the beeping sound of the eggs and then to find them. And then once they found the eggs, they were asked to then bring them back to her and the other staff members that were involved in this blind Easter egg hunt. And then they would be given the actual plastic eggs that they can take back with them to keep. So, believe me, Easter egg hunts are so much fun. Um, the next tradition I want to talk about is coloring eggs. So... What you can search for in grocery stores is a dyeing kit of some sort uh, that you can use to color the real eggs that you purchase from the stores. Um, you might have to go online to find that or something like that. But anyway, the instructions are very straightforward. Uh, you just put water in the different cups and then put the correct color of dye in associated to the cups. So if let's say there's um, green, yellow, blue, and pink cups, make sure that you put the correct color of dye in those so that that way they'll know that um, this particular cup has blue or whatever the color is. Then make sure that you put newspaper or old towels down on a Table or whatever surface you're using, so that that way, if the dye gets on the table, it will actually get on whatever you put down. Okay. It also helps too to wear smocks or any clothing that you don't mind that gets dirty. You don't want to wear something that maybe you want to wear for something a little bit later on. So wearing maybe something that you already wore, for instance, uh, that might be a good idea. So, um, Then just kind of help the kids to carefully put the eggs in the colored water in the cups and then carefully take them out and then just put the eggs back in the fridge so that they'll stay nice and cold and that's it. Um, Some other traditional things that you can do with the children involve uh, crafts, you know, doing arts and crafts, basically. Um, You can go on to YouTube and type in something like Zoom Do if you want to find instructions on how to do individual crafts that were done on that cartoon show that was on way back when. And you can also just set out a station of some sort and several tables that have um, arts and crafts like things that people can use their imaginations to create. Um, so that really, really will get their imaginations going and their Easter going greatly. Um, You might also have individual treats of some sort that you want to keep up with. And I do have one recipe that I want to share with you um, that is actually great for Easter. Um, It's called the bunny cake. So the way that you do this is... um, Arrange two eight-inch cakes on a tray, and the cakes can be made from a mix or homemade. And cut one of the cakes to represent both ears and a bow tie for the bunny. And then one cake will be the face of it, which will stay whole. Then you're ready to frost the cake and... You can color it, you know, whatever you want the bunny to be. If you buy the frosting, you'll need two cans. You'll also need tubes of decorators frosting. So with the decorators frosting, you outline the ears and the bow tie, and you want to keep your hand really steady. For the eyes of the bunny, Use gumdrops. And then for the whiskers, use licorice. And it helps if you cut the licorice so that that way it won't be too long and, you know, will stick out. Um, You can use M&Ms for polka dots in the bow tie, that sort of thing, or whatever else you might think would look good. Um, And then you can make the mouth of the bunny using your decorator's frosting alrighty well I really hope that you enjoyed hearing about the different traditions that people do to bring in the Easter holiday and I really hope that you will enjoy the Easter holiday when it is officially here now I would like to talk a little bit about the podcast in general And also, I would like to talk about an anniversary that is going to be happening in May, but I want to acknowledge it here in the April podcast. So, first of all, I want to talk about radio station featuring and the testing that I am doing for different stations uh, that hopefully we'll get their chance to be featured in future podcasts so i have done some good thorough testing with stations from iheart radio so in some installments you can listen to the channel 933 and Star 94.1 stations from San Diego, also the Classic Rock Station, 101.5 KGB FM, iHeart Country, and iHeart Christmas. I will also feature the NBC News Station a little bit. So um, if you want to check those out on your own for right now, you can do so. I will be doing the same examination with one or two stations from TuneIn Radio and Radio.com. And that will happen during the second quarter of the 2021 year. So I will update you in a future installment how the testing for those stations go. And just for your information, the stations that I'll be testing next will be um, 798.1 1037 KSON and the kixie 96.5 station from Radio.com and then 100.7 Big FM from TuneIn Radio. If they all pass, and I really hope that they will, then they will be featured as well. Um, moving on from radio station announcements to playlist announcements I have chosen to do a playlist that I simply call the Feel Good Vibe Station and the way that I'm going to set it up is the current music is going to be at the top but there will, of course, be those individual shows that will be individual specials. So they will have their own individual section Um, in the playlist that will probably be somewhere in the middle because I want to keep them separate, okay? But anything that is... Current music through throwback music we'll say. Um the throwback songs will probably be included after maybe ten current songs or seven like that. So um in a future installment of the podcast I'll kind of go through the setup of the playlist and talk about how I decided to officially set it up. But you can kind of get the idea of where I'm going with it. Um, I will share with you a story of what I did with different playlists for the Feel Good podcast. Um, I started off kind of having the music uh, just individually put into the playlist, not necessarily categorized by era or feeling or whatever. Um, And I kind of liked it that way. Um, I was talked into categorizing it differently from individual people who thought I should try it that way. And so I did. And I did like it that way, certainly. But my preferred way is just to kind of mix it up a little bit. So, um, now I want to acknowledge that I will be doing some gigs from year to year and I have created individual playlists for those gigs. Um, if you want to keep track of the different dates in which they will happen, um, On the fourth Saturday of May, I will be doing a gig that will honor Memorial Day and probably some other occasions as well called a springtime party. So that is something I'm hoping to do every year, but for right now, it is in place for this year. And then Independence Day, for those of us that celebrate it in the U.S., I am going to do a gig that will cover that event. And, of course, the Swamp Meat gig in November. So those three events will be happening from year to year, and some others will probably be thrown into the mix as well. And if so, I will be mentioning them for sure in the podcast. And the rehearsals for the gigs, as far as music goes, will be done in certain podcasts so you can hear what the music will sound like. Now I would like to acknowledge an anniversary. My mom and dad this year are going to be celebrating their thirty. Fifth anniversary. So this will be a milestone for them. And the first slow dance song that they have selected is Brian Adams' Heaven. Yeah, so I just saw that you would like to hear that song. And of course, 35 years of marriage is a very, very long time. And I am very, very proud of both my parents for being married as long as they have. Sure, they have been going through a lot of challenges and there were a lot of ups and downs to worry about. But the point is, they managed to make it as far as they have. So in the next segment, I am going to talk a little bit about just a few things to really keep in mind when it comes to being involved in a relationship. Because you want to make it last as long as you possibly can. And uh, that will finalize the show. And I will say also that in the beginning of the show for May, which will be episode six, um, I will acknowledge briefly uh, some other occasions that happen in May, like Mother's Day and uh, Single Day Mayo, that sort of thing. But I'm also going to be paying tribute to the American Idol and The Voice TV shows. So, I would like to conclude with something that was mentioned probably in a previous installment of the podcast. but I'm going to include it in here because of the fact that I acknowledged my mom and dad's anniversary. And that's how to make relationships last as long as possible. First of all, you want to make sure that you are with the right individual people. So whoever it is that you want to be involved in a relationship with, whether it's another male or female or um, between two males or two females, it's a good idea to ask them questions like are you a true loyal person if we get involved in a relationship together what will you do to best take care of me are you willing to communicate with me well and come to good compromises if need be and The list can go on and on, but that's just a few things that you could ask individuals. If you hear an honest answer of yes to any question that requires a yes answer, then you know that you're with the right individual people. If however you hear a yes answer or whatever that sounds kind of dishonest, um, then those individuals you really should not be involved in. Okay? You shouldn't be involved in those individuals' worlds because you never know what could happen. I don't want anybody being involved In a person's world that is going to be too trauma, too controlling, abusive, none of that, okay? Now, once you've determined that you are with the right person, then you can start thinking about where you want to go on dates at times and how often you want to do it. Maybe like once a month or something you will want to go on dates um, because maybe there's an occasion that you want to acknowledge, um, like maybe it's yours or the person you're in a relationship with, birthday. And, you know, just do what you can to make sure that you follow all the correct rules so that you don't end up in trouble. Um... And once you've been involved in your relationship and have gone on really fun dates with individuals, um, and you feel like you really want to be with that individual person for the rest of your life, you can then take the next step, which is proposing. And you can then purchase the necessary wedding rings and all that. Um and take necessary marriage prep classes and then figure out what date you'll want to get married and then do the invites, etc. And some people that do end up being married, uh, they might want a pet of some sort to look after, but no children, or they may want children and a pet to look after. And that's certainly their decision. But... Um, if you do decide to have children and become a family, um, make sure that you do communicate well with each other and other people that you know, love, and trust when it comes to figuring out who's going to babysit the children. Um, Make sure that it's not someone that might get too stressed out, like let's say a teenager that has a lot of homework to do. If they, for instance, have experience in babysitting because they've done it before and they know how to do it so it's not stressful, then you could do it, but just don't put too much time on their hands. Otherwise, get someone professional who knows how to do it. And if, let's say, you have more than one child and you want them to babysit the younger ones again make sure that you don't put too much pressure on them and when it comes to disciplining your children for what they do incorrectly you know come down to their levels so that they know that you know you can trust them to do a good job whereas if you bring them up to your level that could be very scary or towering over them. They might think you're a scary creature of some sort and you don't want that. Um, So get down to their level and give them a warning with a low projected tone voice. Okay, so like um, you know, please do not do that. It's not acceptable. If you do that again, you're going to be going on a timeout. And if you do use timeout or something like that, um, you know, set the timer or whatever for one minute per year of their age. And they may come out of the timeout or something like that. And that may be um, something you don't want to have to deal with. But you need to teach your children that every time they behave the way they've behaved, they are going to be disciplined because they need to know that there is a difference between right and wrong. Um, If you discipline your children by, let's say, abuse or whatever, you know, that might cause your children to be afraid of you, they are not going to want to be with you and that is no joke. So, Um, once you have relieved them from the discipline, okay, so once their time is up, come down to their level again and explain why you put them in discipline and then ask for an apology in a nice way. And if they hurt, you know, their older or younger sibling or, you know, whatever, make sure that they apologize to whoever they hurt. And then just back to your everyday voice, okay? So I know that this may be a lot to remember, but it is very, very important. So that will do it for for this month's installment of the podcast. Again, I will be updating you on how radio station testing goes and how the Feel Good Station playlist is coming together. And I really hope that you'll stay tuned for the May installment in which I'll be paying tribute to the American Idol and The Voice TV shows as those current seasons will be drawing to a close at that point.